first of all, I I, I want to welcome everybody right here because I, it's, it's like people open the door to a room and we already in in here arguing. It's like we're I already know. in a conversation, <laughs> right? So I, one time we're going to get this right. We're just going to open the show. Welcome everybody to the DJ Can Podcast with the lovely Brittany Gonzalez. And they are going to feel like they are a real produced show, not just this chaos that Jason allows us to do every single week. So in reality, now that I'm thinking about it, it's Jason's fault. Because if Jason, if Jason brought us into this, like we see these other big time shows doing, we wouldn't just be in here talking all willy nilly. And I wouldn't be allowed. I wouldn't be allowed, Brittany, to choose violence today. So, um, and, and, and I kind of gave you where we might go. But I, I, I decided to not give you everything, right? I wanted to just walk you into things, right? And so okay. with that being said, I need to get you to violence, right? I need to get you to violence, right? So in order to get you to violence, I sent you over uh, a tweet to your cell phone. You, you got your phone handy? I do have my phone. Okay. Now, now, now if you look at the last thing I sent you, I am going to be the male. I will read the top part. And okay. in your best Britney response, as I'm working to get you to violence, I need you to respond, all right? Because you, that's where we're going to be today. And I know that sometimes you need my help to get you there. So that's what I'm here for, all right? So I'm going to start it off. And you know, you you be, you know, I'm going to do the male part. And you be the female. And we'll just get there, all right? You ready? Okay. All right. No man that works 40 hours a week want to come home to no food and no arguing. Do I read the bottom? Isn't that the ladies' part? Now you have messed it up. Neither now we got to restart. Also- wait, wait. No, no. We got to restart because you can't ask me. You have to just be ready to give me the violent response that comes with this. <sighs> Let's restart. I'm going to rewind. I mean, already. This is stupid. It's, it, it, it's going to get okay. you. Look, let me tell you something. This first part I already know is getting you where I need you to be. Because if I, if I know if I just say this to you, look at you, look at you right now. You're already getting where I need you to be. So reading this second part is just going to come natural to you. It's going to flow. All right? So here we go. Brittany, I'm going to tell you something right now. Don't no man that works 40 hours a week want to come home to no food and none of your damn arguing. Why are you only working 40 hours a week, number one? And who is starting the arguments? Because I'm not arguing... And did you Uber some food or did you have something in the fridge you wanted me to cook that you could have asked me to? Did you consider what I have to do to get dinner prepared or could you have just brought it home yourself and really surprised us all with some pizza or something? Because now I'm thinking there's kids involved. Wow. <laughs> okay. Did I cook? No. But did you bring pizza? No, you didn't either. Well... Uh, I think she's here, Jason. I think she's here. This ain't and and here's here's the thing about Brittany when she gets somewhere, right? I gave Brittany specific lines that she could possibly bring back to us, but she went full Brittany mode and got there on her own. So we are now where I would like for us to be. So Brittany, today, yeah, I have a couple of things in mind, but I will let you lead things. And when I say lead things, I will let you pick option A. Or option B, for the path that you'd like to pursue first. Ooh, okay. All right. 
Uh, wait, what? I thought you were going to say something else. I'm not telling you what they are. No, I'm letting you. You just got to choose option. Okay, I'm going to go with option A. Option A. Okay. Um, Jason, do the honors. Brittany, here is where we are going today for option A. Bad baby. Yo, we was talking about the BET Awards. Do award shows matter? Yeah, because they're marketing and promotion. Because the only award show I see people always get truly excited for is the Grammys. Grammys. And then everything else is just sprinkles. Uh, It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And it could have been way better. But they come on stage. They got Tiana on the phone. The sound is always cucking out. Look crazy. Mm -hmm. Why does that not happen at the Grammys? Our structure Mm -hmm. as black people is fucked. It's a little off. In, in podcasting. Agreed. In, I'm going in, there. In, in television. Agreed. Like Tyler Perry shit is a little off a little bit, it, but it gives it a flavor. It gives it a flavor. Sometimes it gives it a flavor and it works. You think that the Grammys that comes on Channel 2? <laughs> Channel fucking, we talking about CBS. <laughs> you comparing BET to CBS? Hell no. <laughs> That's the issue. The unlimited budget versus the budget. To Esso's point, that, that budget that, matters. That, that budget. The money breeds the respect. Yes. If you're flying me around on a private jet. Oh, yeah. Versus first class <laughs> on Delta. Nigga. If we had more respect for our shit, we could get to that level. But we can't because we, we keep fucking. You think it's too hood? It's going to get hood because with the hood, there's a lack of respect, though. You think that they're going to let a black award show in white America be bigger? The, the Are y'all <laughs> out of your mind? I hate the I hate the blips and all that. But you know what could be happening? The frequency, they could be doing that to BET. It could be just sabotage. Woo! All right, Brittany. Um, shouts out, first of all, to my guys, my man, Esso. And, of course, that is Heineken. I'm sh- not sure who the other brother was, but big shouts to him as well. I don't want to forget anybody from the Bag Fuel podcast. And, and Brittany, um, where I want to go with this is they are talking about the BET Awards as opposed to other award shows that are on. We've both had our thoughts about these type of things in the past. But essentially what they are talking about, in my opinion, and I, and I reached out to SO on this. He couldn't get on here today, but I'm sure we'll have him soon to talk more about this, is the culture. And um, on this particular post, which you just saw, right, um, there were a few things that that got me. And, and I'm just giving you the backstory on how I got there. On the one hand, the, the, the one part that really struck me was that we don't respect our own stuff, right? And, and I commented on the post. I was like, I agree with that. We need more respect for our own stuff first. Budget does matter, but we are just giving any and everything a pass these days, and it shows, in my opinion. Had quite a few people like my comment, which means sometimes when I go online, I speak just enough of the truth to get them rattled, right? Now, l- let's first define the culture, right? And and, and, and I'm, I'm going to include everybody in this discussion, right? So I went to Urban Dictionary. That way, everybody feels they are welcome in this discussion, Britt. The culture, the community, our people, our hood, our ancestors, the beat of the drums, the poetic lyrics from our pens, and the cries of our voices in blues, hip-hop, soul, and our, our marks of for the culture. Now, we know we see lots of people throwing around the word, the culture, this, that, and the other. So, I just put it point blank to you. Do you think that we can save our culture? Because to me, the culture's in trouble. 
like, and I've said this before, I'll give you more, but I want you to jump in here. Well, well, okay, so you think that the culture's in trouble, and you're asking me, is the culture savable? Yeah, but and, and let me explain to you why I think it's in trouble. Because when we talk about these things like the award shows, right, it has been, to me, to me, and again, I'm not saying that people don't try to put in the work. I've been a part of things where you've been in a building and you'll see things that are like the pop budgets are way different than what the urban budget will be. But yeah. that doesn't to me mean that we slack on creativity. We slack uh-huh. on ideas. It means we may have to put a thought, a little bit more thought in it and we may have to be a little bit more strategic on what we do with the funding that we have. But yes. to me, it seems like at this stage of the game, we are taking the easy way out for numbers. Any number we can get, whether it's likes, views, whatever, we are taking. And to me, we've done it for years. So I'm saying right now, is there any save in the culture? Or, and I mean, are we just going to keep doing this? Because as long as it works, it works. And to me, when you don't got that many choices, it's going to work. Yeah, I feel like right now that's what's like oiling the machine It's just keeping it going with whatever people put, you know, to be the next big thing. Like, I will never forget. And this was always a moment for me, like in this industry when they were like, Blueface, he's up next. He's going to be the next big thing. Everybody's talking about Blueface. And, you know, but everybody was also talking about how he wrapped off beat and stuff like that. And I'm listening to that. I'm like, how is he next? Like the whole one of the whole purposes of like music and rapping is like to be on beat. It's 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 real art. And so when you're off beat, it's like you're not even trying. Right. So my point was that, like seeing that. But it's like he was, you know, the streaming was there. The song was very popular. You know, I mean, with the remix with Cardi and everything like it popped off. But where was the quality? It wasn't there. And I feel like, is that what you're kind of also pointing at? Is that we're putting anybody up on this pedestal and kind of like pushing them out there, but really that quality is not necessarily there yet. And how is that? How does that change when we're praising the poor quality stuff, you know, or the whatever that you throw out and rinse and repeat? Right. and, And I think, first of all, I think the first thing that everybody should understand is, the culture is not just the rap music. I think that's become the first part of the confusion, right? That has become the oh, first part of the confusion. Right. Yeah, like, but no, but you're, but you're on the right track with what you're saying. So I'm, I'm not saying that to dispute you. I think to me, and you you can tell me just from your, since you've been around this 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 music and your love for, you know, and, and the urban culture too, is it's brown and black. It's not just black hip hop because we know I'm from the Bronx and it was plenty of brown that was involved in the whole emergence of this hip hop thing, right? So to me, what has happened to the music in particular, let's, let, let me just start with the music. I don't think that the majority, and, and especially when it comes to hip hop, I don't think that the majority of these artists are going in with a love for hip hop. And let me narrow it down even more, especially on the male side. To me, what is really happening to hip hop is hustlers are out hustling regular rappers and artists. Because here's what a hustler thinks. A hustler's just trying to get to the bag. And they are doing any and everything to get to the bag. Them happen to be catch one, as you would say, like a Tatiana or, you you know, or a a couple of these other records that are real catchy. That just happens to be the icing on the cake. 
But the real hustle of this industry now has become, how can I keep getting the likes? How can I keep getting the views? So when, let's look at Blueface, right? We don't even talk about music with Blueface no more. Everything with Blueface is the girl that he messed with that's missing a tooth, uh, back with the old baby mama, uh, uh, some kind of arrest, some kind of an argument, um, a reality show. We don't, I don't, does Blueface even make music anymore is the question I'm asking. He does, but again, you wouldn't know. Like, you just don't hear it. He's got his his baby mama is making the music. He's got Krishan making music, the first one. Uh, I don't know what her name is, but they're they're making music now too. Right. And so again, back to my point, right? Like, 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 let's let's talk about how how deep the, the gang thing is really now in hip hop, right? Like, the, when I was brought into this, a lot of people seem like that if they did play the street game. They were trying to find a way out, right? Like, like even if you let's look at Jay Z's story, right? The story on Jay Z, whether you go in and try to disprove every single little fact or not, the overall story on Jay Z though is that his crew, they were hustling super heavy. This was a way out of that. Now it seems like I come in and I bring every gang member with me in the life. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't go I don't preach to my crew. This is a way in. I need somebody to learn about marketing. I need somebody to learn about uh, graphics. I need someone to learn how to work this camera because we need to set up our own film crew. We might be we got a couple ideas in this crew. We could probably shoot our own movie in the hood. Let's do positive to me. Now it's let's bring our whole gang situation into this. And this is the movie that we're going to create around us. And this is the story we're going to keep telling until we get an indictment. Oh, you're so right, because there's so much more of that. It's just so common. It's so, like, it's part of the culture now. It's part of, like, how they move. Right. Right? And even even with all the deaths and violence that can come from that, like, it's not stopping it, you know? It's it, it's, our, it's it's so deep in there. I don't right. know. And, and then... What the reason the reason I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about being able to save the culture is because so often in these conversations, this is what I hear. Well, the corporate guy, they keep pushing this narrative. And yes, I will not lie. I do believe that these major companies, they understand what sells. So yes. if they got a narrative that's running, somebody in that marketing department is probably like, let's keep pushing this. But on a lower level, what happened to us down here going that ain't cool because I don't care what anybody says. We still somewhat dictate the culture. Like even even a suburban kid, Jonathan, that's got his khakis on, that never comes on the block, but he's running up numbers on YouTube. We got to oh, yeah. give him something to search for because he ain't never going to do it. Right. So he's still right. looking to us to get his yeah. fix. And we are still giving his fix. By being giving him his fix by being idiots. So how do we save the culture when we are still leading it down this path? I think it's gonna take a while to shift it back. A, a whole mindset change, Egan. A whole mindset shift on all of this. Okay, well let me ask you this part. Do you think we're too far in to chasing the bag to ever get out? Ooh. For a while, yeah. I think one day people are going to realize how much that hustle culture and, you know, chasing, being number one, being having all the money, buying all the bling, buying buying just crazy expensive cars. Like, all, I think eventually that's going to go away. People are going to realize that they're spending their, their, their 
fortunes from their talent on the wrong things, you know, that don't matter. And then maybe that's when people can kind of reconnect with like just the art of it, but also being, you know, it's gotta be profitable. It's all, you're always gonna want profit no matter what. But yeah, we're deep in, Egan. It's going to take maybe a whole nother, a couple generations before we go back. Generations is where I was going. Because I, I honestly, here, here's why I, I don't think that there is an overall coming back. Because at the end of the day, it's it's business. And as with most companies, right, if they can find an easier way to make profit, why are they going to keep going the hard way you know, when they're because because any any executive can always say, right. I'm taking care of my family. You know, and not many of them at the top have apologized for still putting their kids through college off the back of somebody like Tupac getting killed, because what what they'll what they'll ultimately say is I gave this kid a way out. I didn't tell them to stay in the street, but you did help them push the narrative. But I can always sidestep it, though, and go. I never told them to carry a gun. I put them in the studio. Now, the fact that they kept rapping about their ops, I didn't cause that. You know, so to me, it's like the executives keep sidestepping the real combo. And then I think another big part of this that we will never get past is there's always one of us that wants to step in the seat. So say if I go in there and I say, you know what, I'm not standing for this anymore. And the big record exec, my boss that runs the company says, okay, dude, you're fired. 700 applications are in tomorrow to get my job. And they're going to play the game and do the dance because they got kids that they want to put through college. And they want the nice house. And they want to be at all the industry stuff that I've been at. And they're like, bro, I didn't tell you to quit. I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. I just applied for the job. Yeah, I know. There's a, as long as there's a consumer, as long as there's a product and a consumer, is it's gonna keep going that way, Egan. Like, what? These guys were mad with the. What were they mad about? Or well, just well, like, well, shout out to Esso and them again and the whole Bagfew family. I don't know if they were necessarily mad. What I got from it was they were talking about. You know, they were just Esso. What they were talking about. You know. The fact of, you know, when you when you watch the BET Awards, right, it always seems like it's a step below where it should be. Right. I remember I used to always say like I used to always say and and I don't know how much you remember this back. Right. I used to always say for us to be so creative, we're also so unoriginal sometimes when it comes to things that we put out there like on TV. Like I'll never forget. Remember how big TRL was? TRL was big. Right. To me, I think somebody just sat in a meeting and said, let's do our own version of TRL. And that's where 106 and Park came, right? And 106 became this show where if you weren't A-list like Taylor Swift or Pop or as big as like a Jay-Z or Beyonce or as big as like a Ja Rule was at the time, there were plenty of B and C-list artists that were still like right there and super popular to the black audience that were gracing those stages at, at 106 and Park. And so it did make for a great show. Like it, like because it because you needed a space for, you know, it's like Urban Radio on Top 40 Radio. You needed yeah. them to have their own space. And after a while, you saw how big of a show that this could be because everybody wasn't going to be Beyonce. 
Everybody yeah. wasn't going to be. But let's not forget how dope that when Kelly came out, she had her own solo project. She was on 106 in Park, right? Ashanti, yeah. before she's super blue, she blessed the 106 in Park stage, right? We know Bow Wow pretty much owned the 106 in Parks. And we were introduced to so many dope people before they really blew or ever got a chance to make the TRL stage. And then it got to the point where... You wasn't just trying to do TRL. You was like, man, I got to go to 106 and Park because that yeah. is really no, popular. Like went over right. there. Oh, my God. Right. People lost their minds. Right. And then I would look at something and I would be like, the MTV uh, Video Music Awards, I would be like, this show is so well produced. And they, they, they got this pit out here where people are really partying. And then the BET Awards, awards would come on or the Hip Hop Awards. And I'd be like, who's doing the lighting in here? Like simple things that I would be like, why are we, why, you know, because to me, there's a guy. Because everything the government tries to run, I swear they use the most, like, just, they're still using Windows, I think, 94. (laughs) Right. And you would, there's like super dope creative people that I would be like, they know they could have got the right guy for this job. You pay a little bit more and he understands lighting. He's worked on Beyonce's show, maybe Prince's show. He understands lighting and sound. And I'll be like, what's up with the sound here? Who's producing? Who's this and that? And I'm I'm not saying that it hasn't gotten better, but to Bag Fuel's point, right? They know they're about to come back to, to, from commercial. Why is the camera guy on an artist that's on their phone? You know, like like the camera, the producer should be like, bro, that's not the shot we want. Yeah, you know, for sure. so yeah, like so whoever's hosting should be ready to come and and do their next thing on the stage. It always seemed like we're a step behind when it comes to production, and I think that was more the point of like, why aren't we? And to the other gentleman's point, right, the other brother's point, he was saying though, like, we gotta step up. We got to want to to be the best, and then it'll get produced. We can't expect somebody else to be like, oh, I'm gonna give you all the money when we're out here half producing our own stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think you do. You have to kind of go all in on that. And BET's got to do better. After all these years, come on. You got the fun. Spend well, it. You know, I always, I always said this too. BET had to be one of the best business plans ever. You know why? Because why? think about it. Um, before they started, you know, before Tyler Perry took over and every one of his shows was on there. And oh. they ran and they ran Baby Boy every, every other day. Um, that was such a good movie, though. Yeah, but somebody got to get that tape out of the VCR. They cannot show Baby Boy every other day. Tyrese was good, but he wasn't that good. Come on. We got more black movies than Baby Boy. Come on. We got more black movies. But back in the day, right, when they showed videos all the time, they weren't paying for content at all. Like the record labels was like, we need our video on BET. So you just was sending me all your videos. So I had content all day and I wasn't even paying. Oh, think about it. It was BET was just like a video radio station. So just like they send us music at radio, they were sending those videos up there trying to get a slot to get on the playlist. Overhead. There you go. Except for these producers and stuff like that. So you telling me that we couldn't keep getting better. That's what I'm saying, Brittany. See, you see, you see, you see, because I did see because I saw some moments at the BET Awards. I felt like it was better than the one previous. But right. I didn't see the whole thing. So there were some moments like when Migos performed and they had like the rocket ship in the back and then take off, uh, you know, in the back. I thought that was beautifully done. Right. I felt it. Like that looked so good. Uh, what was the... the Did you like the part about uh, JT throwing Lil Uzi Vert's phone? Did you like that part? Oh, oh JT my God. throwing that phone. Okay. Did she call him groupie or goofy in the clip? Uh. I, I didn't see none of it, and I've I just keep seeing all these clips now. Like I just, but to me, like, see that's what I hate too. How that is more news than the actual 
like I know, moments yeah, on the show. Those were the moments, yeah. yeah. I know Patty LaBelle couldn't see her words for the Tina Turner tribute. That was bad. Like she had none of the, the words, couldn't sing because of that. So, so like that even was- with like like even with that, right? Now, now, now let's just talk about that moment right there. Patty LaBelle is royalty to this community. Yes. You're going to tell me that somebody didn't talk to her in enough time that she could get a rehearsal in or a few rehearsals to know the words to a tribute? No, Ike, you want to get this? So they had the teleprompter up for her to, to get the words, but they set seating in front of the teleprompter. So people were the, the audience was blocking it. That was like, you should have foreseen that. Like, what do you mean you didn't know that you were blocking the teleprompter for her to do the tribute part? Like, it's a tribute. Those are really important moments in pop culture. And that was so, like, I couldn't believe that mistake was made. You, you see? You see? You see what I'm saying? That, you, you, that yeah. right there is a pre-production, a rehearsal, a setup thing. And we have been doing this show long enough that our legend like Patti LaBelle should never be set up for that kind of embarrassment. And that's my point about this kind of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's why I ask you again, can we save the culture, Brittany? If BET gets the funds up, maybe we can. Okay. (laughs) I go go put it totally. Look, I ain't gonna put it all on Tyler Perry's back. If he is in fact the majority owner now, I ain't gonna put it all on him because, because the culture is is bigger than just BET. But I I guess Brittany said that's a step into the right, in the right direction. It's the, the visual. It's well known. It's you know stamped in. So use it. Use it right. Direct. Steer the ship right. Okay. So 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 according to to Brittany, the culture can be saved, but you don't think it will be saved for a couple of generations. The, the culture needs some sugar daddies or something. Because if that's what it's got to take to fund it, it's what it's got to be. You can. <laughs> well, before I get to option B for today. How many more years of the poo shiesty craziness that type of that type of hip that type of culture do we have left? Because I I need to I need to, I need that that air like not no offense to poo shiesty like himself like I I want the brother to get out of jail I want him to to give us some more dope music because anybody to me that's doing something positive and they're starting to make it I want them to stay on that path I hate when they go back and I'll be like bro like you was there like people was running with your movement and this and that and the other so I'm I'm trying to get out of this like gang era of of uh you know of indictments and we killing the young dudes and i'm trying to get out of that era so how many more years of that era do you think we got if you could guesstimate i'll just say at least five years Ooh, Ooh, it's not looking good i would say 10 years and we'll see jeez I'm gonna mark this down. I'm, I mean, hey, you're being honest. I, I can't be mad at your honest answer. You know, it wasn't a wrong answer because we both don't know. We just hoping yeah, we for the best. Know, five to ten years. Okay. Well, Brittany, you have nothing left now but option B, and I'm guessing <laughs> you might have a little better insight on option B. Uh, Jason, do us the honors, please. Option B. My question was, do you fuck with a real woman? Let me answer that question. And the reason why I asked is because if you fuck with a real woman, she's going to agree with you. Hey, maybe I shouldn't step outside wearing this this nasty ass shit. Let me answer that. This is the problem. 
The real woman is standing too close to the hose, so we don't know the difference until we start talking to y'all. No, no, listen, listen. I'm I, I, met, I met a lot of women. It don't mean, I don't care if they from the hood. Mm -hmm. I don't care if they from, they got two parents. Mm -hmm. They interests are the same. It's like right now, right? If you see 10 lions coming down the street, are you gonna try to figure out which lion gonna bite your ass or not? You gonna be like them 10 lions. So unfortunately, the real woman Agree with too much shit that these hoes is on, so we don't know the fucking difference. Y'all gotta stand too. Y'all gotta stand far away from the hoes, cause y'all dress like them. Y'all wear the same shit they wear. Y'all listen to the same music they listen to. Y'all stand for the same shit they stand for. In most cases, not you, baby, but in most cases, the the real women got too much in common with the hoes. For let me give you an example. We from the hood and all that. But a street, a street nigga, that's really out in the plug, that's really out there doing that dumb shit. He ain't got shit in common with me. So we look mad different. The women, y'all look too much, talk too much, and act too much like the bitches who ain't shit. So we don't know the difference. You don't know the difference? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ooh, Jason, look, hold on, hold on. Let me fix my glasses. <sighs> fix my glasses. Oh, we are now. We have stepped into option B, Brittany. I want to throw um, my phone like Jay-Z. You, you want to throw your phone like Jay-Z? At who, though? Not me, because I'm just... Hey, look, I'm just... The, no, I'm just look. At the guy. Oh, well, um... Well... I wasn't sure what my question would actually be here. I guess I just really wanted to, to talk about his thoughts on... And and that, please, no one take offense to the language that's happening in this part because I'm just using the language that happened in this clip that we just played. And it was about real women versus what? Hoes, fake hoes, or, you know, like the, the difference, that and the other. Look, here's what I want to do. I just want to stop in my tracks right now and allow you, Brittany, to retort. You know, respond to the video you yeah. just saw whether you think the gentleman had some points, whether you think it's all BS, because I ain't going to lie to you, Brittany. That one line he said in there about, hey, if 10 lines are coming at me, I don't know if I'm going to stop and find out which one of them belong in a zoo and might be trained. I'm just running. I don't know, Brittany. So you, you are now. The floor is yours to retort. I mean, there were so many things. It's giving uh, low vibrations. Oh, wow. So I don't like how he's saying, you know, he's saying real women have the same interest as ho the hoes do, that we listen to the same music. We Okay, well, 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 I'll tell you what then. I'll tell you what then. Let's, let's break it up because there's so many things, right? Let's talk about where he said that part, right? Where he says y'all have the same interest. Let's talk about the music part. Give me your thoughts yeah. on that. So it's like, okay, so what I think I'm assuming he's talking about the music, like, you know, that's talking like City Girls, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, you know, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, maybe Glorilla. I mean, is that the kind of music that he's talking about? What music I, look, he hey, hey, first of all, I need for you to remove me out of the equation because it seems like okay. I feel like that I'm catching bullets you know those pew pew things you do sometimes that are meant for this gentleman yes and i am i am merely the moderator on on this particular thing but i guess if, if we're if he, i guess i'll put it to you like this do you think he's wrong when he's if he was saying that right is there something wrong with a real woman as he would say listening to music that's like raunchy or you know get her in that mood to turn up with her girls 
as a you know as a respectable woman do you think anything is wrong with that yeah he's saying it like it's such a bad thing like it's like that it's equates to being a hoe which like to me i I don't even understand that thought although i do mean that like guys think that just because women dress sexy and sometimes it's nice it's fun to just say a song that you're gonna you know like take a man take him for his money it's like funny i think he's mad about that i think hearing women joke or rap about that makes them uncomfortable but it's like that doesn't mean that's how i really feel it's just you know a line like cardi b's always talking about doing crazy stuff you know like i mean they all do it's just like with men who if you listen to any other rap song with drake he is so toxic all of his lines are toxic if you really we should just break down drake lyrics one segment again i'm telling you they're so toxic so I, I'm just like, I don't like that it's the way that you dress. Like it's visually, you're deciding how we, who we are because of how we look. And it's like, why can't we just be sexy and be ourselves and listen to the music that's fun? It's just fun music sometimes. Well, and also so too- Sometimes take it serious. And I think that, well, I was just gonna say like, I think that, you know, some girls, they are about that life, that city girl life, you know? Uh, it went stuff like that but for the most part us women are not like that well if i'm allowed to get some points here if i'm allowed to get some points here because i think i will right here lots of dudes myself included right like there's been times i've been in the car and I'm singing every lyric to every dude killing, killing. I'm singing every lyric to an old N.W.A. song, <laughs> or, you know, this and that and the other. But I don't necessarily when I when I open that car door to get where I'm going to make that target run. I ain't going in there and pulling out the pistol. I ain't got the Mac 11. I ain't got none of that. I'm in here looking for some essentials for the house. That's what I'm doing. At least two or three ply toilet paper. That's what I'm doing. I'm not in here to shoot the Mac 11, but I've sang those lyrics all the way here. Um. I think one of his points, though, is and and remember, Dave Chappelle made this joke a while back. Dave Chappelle was like, if you walk by me and you you running, right, you're looking for a policeman and I come around the corner and I got on a police uniform, you're going to go, hey, cop, officer, help me. And I'm going to be like, I'm not a cop. So I think he's trying to make the point and not saying that he's right, that you're dressing the part. Right. You're dressing that you're wearing a whole uniform. But you want us to treat you like, you know, like a nice girl. And again, I'm just I'm just deciphering that. I'm not look, I'm not I'm not agreeing. I'm just giving you more of a of what to wait the way I hear it. Yeah, yeah. And he's is saying that, but it's like, why can't you just start with respecting women and start there on like a clean slate, no matter what she looks like. Just respect her. Treat her kindly. Treat her, you know, like any like oh respecting like your mother. Who cares what she's dressed like? I think that it's got to start with the men just understanding that this visual thing is not always for you. Sometimes it's for us too, or just for us. I know a lot of women that don't give a shit what men think about what they wear, what they look like, what they're showing. And they're just like, I feel good like this. I feel great. And I think that's positive too. So if you think that I'm wearing a uniform, then you know what? You're probably not the one for me anyway. Cause I feel like a confident man is gonna love what I'm wearing. Love that I dressed up to when he saw me out. Love that I was sexy, loves what I look like, and then got to know me and fell in love even more. So, you know? But do you think there's some truth to what he was saying about he doesn't like because I think part of what he was saying here too was like he doesn't even or men, which I guess I'm included in that, but I'm not saying I necessarily agree. Um, 
don't even know which ones of y'all to approach because it's so mixed up that we don't even know where the good ones are. Do you do you agree with that part? But you don't know. I don't because I'm like, why get to know the girl? Like, why are you assuming all of this and that? You know, like, just don't assume. Just meet the person. Talk to them or don't because if you don't like what they're wearing, you think they're showing too much. That's not your vibe. Don't even get with that girl because when she's with you, she should be able to dress the same way. Which the girl's question too, I hated that she was like, you know, if we really love you and you ask us to stop wearing that, na she called it nasty shit. That nasty shit, we would stop. And it's like, no, I won't. Don't speak for me. I won't stop wearing that because that's how you met me. You like that. And I like that too. So let's keep it going and just feel confident that I'm yours. I'm with you. And I'm not out here sneaking around. But here's the thing too. We don't need to just be stuck to one man. So I don't know if that bothers you. But until you put a ring on it, you are not, we are not official. We are not uh, exclusive, I should say. We're not exclusive. So... <laughs> Brittany, you you just took option B in, in another direction. I, you know, look, now I need to understand because now option B is now at. So wait, when you're dating someone, if they haven't put a ring on it, that's not official to you. It's not official. We are not exclusive. I'm sorry. We are looking for the best contender, and the best contender is going to show up and pull that ring out, but also have the foundation behind it, not just putting a ring on it because that doesn't mean anything to me like you can buy, buy a ring for me and not be able to pay bills like what are we doing here so you know it's got to come with all of it and until then i highly recommend every woman date have multiples on the roster Brittany, it's, it's not a lot of times that I, that I, it's not often that i'm at a loss for words here on this podcast it's not it's, it's it really is not let me be honest but so you're saying because I just want to be clear here. You're saying that in the year 2023, well, let me ask you this about me as a man. Give me some advice. As a man, until I'm ready to put a ring on a particular girl, are you saying that I should just date multiple girls? You already do. Whoa. Do oh, men do it. Don't be, hey, don't, hey, wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. There is no man that is only talking to one girl and they are not completely like they have. If he is, it's because they've moved in together. They are exclusive. Like she may not have the ring, but that's a, also a big one, too, when you move in together. But yeah, no, you're not. And you are talking to several women, not you. But men are always talking to several different women at one time. And it's not normal for women to do it. Normalized, I should say. But you know, does it make you feel a type of way when you see a woman dressed sexy? Do you think that that means that, oh, she's easy? What does it come across to you when you see a girl dressed super sexy, has her cleavage out, uh, you know, you can see her silhouette. She doesn't necessarily have all her butt out, but she's got maybe a short dress on. How about that? Um, out, short dress. Look. You already know me. Like, I'm a little bit different than most of these people because, first of all, I have the utmost confidence in me. That That's first of all. That, that, that is first of all, right? So nothing – well, it's, it's a two-sided coin with me. It's two, let me. Let me start back. It's a two-sided coin with me. On the one hand, the regular guy, I'm shy. And when I say that, I mean like this. I got a brother that if we're walking in the mall, he will speak to 30 girls. If he get one number, he'd be like – He'd be like, good day, bro. I got a number. Good day, bro. I'm good. Me, if I speak to three of them chicks and they flag me, this mall sucks, bro. I'm going home. 
So I don't really do that. I don't, I'm not really like, like, I could think you beautiful, Brittany, if we didn't know each other like we did. And I, I would not walk up to you and just be like, hey, sweetheart, how you doing? What's your name? I just wouldn't do it. Now, yeah. if we're like in a clothing store and we happen to like a quick bond over like a pair of sneakers and that conversation starts that way, that's normally how I wind up in a conversation with someone, right? Or, you know, of the opposite sex or that. Or the DJ guy, like DJ Eakin, when I turn, when I go to that guy, he is yeah. so like the life of everything. You know what I'm saying? So he doesn't he doesn't yeah. really and not so much even about trying to holler at chicks. He's just not afraid of anything. So everything he does is like it's the show. Right. And yeah. then if I happen to someone that happens to stay attached to me after the show that I'm interested in, that first wall has already been broken in contact. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of how it is with me. Um, I'm also a big fan of just being honest with that person. Right. Like and, and I'm so into women's clothes not wearing them, but I mean like loving to see what a woman has on and being like, yo, I think this would look dope on you. You know, like this looks dope on you. Yeah. Right. Like I, I'm, I'm big. Like I'll be seeing clothes and, and chicks will be like, I don't know if I could pull that off. And I'll be like, yo, this will look dope on you. You should try it. Like that. that's, I'm so yeah. into it like that. And I'm super confident in like, if she's with me, she's with me. And if she not holler, cause you're going to get your own ride. I'm cool. You got Uber, you got the app, you could. Because what's meant for me is meant for me. That's just how I am. So I'm not one of those dudes who who really, you know, that space bothers me. And I'm also, I ha, I've i been thinking like this for a long time. And I think I've told you this on this pod. If you and I are hanging out, right, we, we everywhere. They like, man, Brittany can be everywhere. We be partying. We got each other back. And every night, I take a chick home. I ain't being safe. I ain't doing nothing. I'm just knocking them down. I am the man. <laughs> I am the man. You could be doing the same thing, making sure everybody is safe. You hand, hey, look, condom first, but I just like, I just want to do what I want to do. You know what you are? Yeah. Use a hoe. Uh-huh. Use a hoe. Uh-huh. Right. You know, and I've never subscribed to that. Yeah, I've never subscribed to that because I'm just like, yo, like, that's just what you want to do. You allowed to do whatever you want to. But the world that we live in, that's how it's classified. So when I saw that clip, nothing that he really said surprised me. And also, too, to your other point, her response back didn't surprise me because that is seems like it'd be the mindset of like, well, you, you know, if my man. First of all, like there's a certain amount of acceptance on each way. Like you shouldn't. I'm not looking to get in anybody that I'm digging and necessarily totally change them. I'm not. If it's things that I don't like, I probably shouldn't be this far in it anyway because they're just never going to make me happy. You know? Exactly. I completely agree. So I think that you shouldn't care and if a man can't see past that then he's too small-minded. That's not the guy you want anyway. So You mean if he can't see past the fact that you are steadily dating other people until you get a ring or which part? Which part? Because I need clarity. Don't you can't tell the guys. Look, not all of us are always dating multiple men at a time. I'm just saying you can't put you cannot put all your eggs in that basket because you will eventually probably get disappointed. And then you have to start over versus you have several. You don't have time to be sad and mad about one on to the next. You you fell out the race. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by that. It doesn't even mean that you're sleeping with all of them. It, right. it could mean you're not sleeping with any of them, but you're getting to know. Uh, there's a lot of women I know that right now are like practicing like intentionally celibate, you right. know, and dating, but also dating, you know, and that's like something I don't think a lot of men even understand is happening. That well, I I don't know if 
you know, uh, this is where my manhood has to step in. I don't know if just getting multiple meals and never putting out, if I can understand that either. That first meal, no, maybe. But I, we ain't gonna be on. We ain't gonna be on meal number nine. And you talking about? I'm practicing celibacy. You can practice celibacy as you pay your own meal. You ain't gonna be ordering. You ain't gonna be ordering from the hunch me side of the menu and then talk about I'm celibate. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because even, let me just say this. Even nine dates, what you maybe spend on me, $100 per no, date? No, hold on. Look, I guess, I guess, are they, are they taking you to Red Lobster? Because what, dude, Cloudy, what? T- tell me, tell me, look, let me tell you something right now. Any restaurant. Oh, for your end. I was going to say, because any restaurant, any restaurant nowadays is if you take her somewhere and by the time she get two or three drinks, which is in conversation, it's a couple of drinks. It's the, you know, the pre-food. And, and if she like you, it's definitely some dessert. That's a hundred dollars easily for just her. Any restaurant, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so you think for less than a thousand dollars, we're supposed to just lay it on the table. Well, here's also what I think since we out here now and since you put me in it, here's what I think. I think you're not including the entire package. See, because all you're looking at is the money I pay at the table. You're not looking at the time I got to spend picking out my outfit. You're not thinking about the time I got to spend not posting you in my story because I got to do that. So people thinking I ain't out because I can't post you yet because you ain't official because you already told me you out here in these streets, you're going to date whoever. So you can never make the story. So now people got to think that I'm not even out, like I'm boring, but I'm out with you. Here's the other thing you don't think about. Do you know how high gas is? And my car runs super unleaded. Uh, super. That's $4 a gallon. You ain't even thinking about the price of that. And then I got to have a fresh haircut almost every time you see me. Haircut, $40, $45. So it is way over that little $100. And then if I let you come over, that means nobody else can't come over. So now you're over there using up Netflix time. Using up HBO Max time. And you gonna tell me, well, it's just date number nine. Ain't time to put out yet. But I also know that you're on multiple dates getting these meals. Cause now here's what I'm also thinking. You don't know that. You don't know. Oh, that. I know that. Well, let me tell you why. That. Let me tell you why I know that. Let me tell you why I know that. Because I'm in the game. I am a DJ. I see y'all. See, see, I'm not the doctor that met you on the Hinge app that believe in your profile. I'm the dude that seen you twerk in the club, and as soon as you bend over, six girls that you don't even know is patting your ass. And I need to know why that's a thing. Tell me why that's a thing. I love those girls. Tell me, but tell me, hold on, because this is totally, this is totally took me somewhere else. Why is that a thing? Why is it, and don't get me wrong, as a man, I never want it to happen to me, so it's not a thing that I'm thinking is unfair. But what is it about the female persuasion that when y'all are in a party, and y'all are all in a circle, and it be two of y'all that know each other, and the rest of y'all don't even know each other. And the minute one of y'all put your hands on your knees and go to twerk, the rest of them just go patting your ass. What is that move? It's like a, it's encouragement. It's positive vibrations. It is women supporting women. Um, I think it's just a positive thing that us women connect over because <laughs> twerking and ass patting, enjoying our. Yes, it's like a good get it, girl, get it, girl, and then you're like, okay, I'm doing it good. Because here's the thing, 
and no, even if you're doing it bad and you get hyped up, if you've ever been hyped up, if you haven't been, I highly suggest you do something to get hyped up in a club. It is such a good feeling. You know, it's like a rush of just natural energy that you get and you're like, I'm having the best time ever, you know? So y'all are immediately okay with all these random hands just touching your ass. As long as it's the females. Now, don't get me wrong. Once in a while, don't do it to just like if ever. No, no, not. I have never literally, literally. This is no lie. Literally, I have one of the craziest parties here on Saturday night at McDenton. Shouts out to them and shouts out to everybody who's coming in and rock with us. I have not seen one female yet get offended by the ass pat. Good. Just be be laying right there and they just be. And it'd be multiple hands. And I'd be like, is this like is this like a this like an underground thing that I don't know about? Is this a is this a you know something a crossing over or something, a, a, you know, a fraternity, a sorority that I don't know about? It's it is this unsaid like bond between women. Like just if you are a woman, most of the time we will celebrate you in those moments. Yeah. And you know what's crazy too? You, this this is crazy. You know what all the racial stuff we talk about in this country? There is nothing I've seen. White, black, brown, Asian chicks bond over quicker than a twerk. Because believe me, as soon as that one hit that twerk, them hands be all nationalities, Jason. It be be hands and nobody has yet to say, I ain't want that black girl to touch me. I ain't want that Asian girl to touch me. They just be like, gone, girl, gone, girl. It's beautiful. I love those moments. There's that and when we go to the bathroom, we bond in there too and we usually give great, uh, it's like a therapy session in there. But it's, I love it, Egan. Yeah, go off, sis. Throw it back. Bring it back around. You know what, Brittany? I think we may have just discovered a way for world peace. (laughs) We just all need to get in a big old circle and let every girl go through there and hype her twerk up. Brittany, I think I'm going to write it. The hands on your knees agenda. (laughs) A path to world peace. A path to world peace, yes. Twerking to a path, twerking on a path to world peace. I think we're on to something, Brittany, and we didn't even know it. It's been it's been right in front of our eyes every party we throw, and we didn't even know. Now, what are we gonna do about men? Because y'all love war, so how do we get y'all to get? You know what? Therapy, universal therapy for men. <laughs> you talk about y'all feelings instead of creating wars to feel like you won something. <laughs> So, so y'all gonna be out here hands on your knees with the hands on your knees agenda and men are all gonna be in therapy <laughs> okay well i guess you gotta solve one world problem at a time you gotta solve one crisis at a time Brittany. um uh that 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 that, that right there puts us in a good space Brittany. i you know what i like to and i and i gotta give you your flowers again you know because i never want you to feel like you aren't appreciated the fact you always- that you know you was in this options thing today and you just rode with it. You just, you just, and you helped me learn some things today because there's a lot going on in the world that we need to discuss here. And, you know, yeah. I think that, you know, saving the culture and being able to figure out real women versus fake hoes, that's at the top <laughs> of the list, Brittany. That's at the top of the list. <laughs> no, we really did cover that today. Yeah, we did good. We did yeah, good. you know, and better now. We have come up with the hands on your knees agenda, a solution <laughs> to world Let's peace. Let's start with the therapy agenda, therapy for men agenda. Let's start there. Yeah, but you know, and and and, and I'm not saying that you're not right, but it's, it's right up there with importance. But I got a feeling that that hands on your knees agenda 
That one can get pushed through Congress a little bit faster. It's going to get pushed through way faster. Yeah, for sure. you know, and, and I'm all about, you know, quicker. Because here's the thing. Once these guys start seeing that it's working, we have no other choice. Because, because all y'all got to say is, look, we working on ourselves. We want men that want to work on themselves. Yes. And I don't know a man yet that does not enjoy the hands on your knees agenda. Because I know I'm right there by the DJ booth. Me and Wildcard be like, hands on your knees, hands on your knees. Hey, right there. You know, hey, I'll be right there. You know, and I'll speak at all the, I'll speak at all the conferences. Okay. You, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> you don't think I should be involved? I think, you know, just don't be so excited about it, okay? <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited for these pieces out here. Hey, 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 I don't know if I'm excited for a piece or these pieces out here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate everybody rocking with us here at the DJ Aiken Podcast. Brittany, you especially, where can they find you at on social media? I'm on IG and TikTok, Brunch with Brittany. Hit the follow and share all my stuff. Just do it. Hey, you you always talking about TikTok. You didn't just left Snapchat alone? I don't do it. The only reason I still have Snapchat, Egan, is because it has so many of my memories in there. Like, when I used to really party, when I was having my fun drinking moments, like, all of it's in my Snapchat. So I just go there for memories. I don't like it. I don't like the, I, I just don't care for it. Oh, wow. Just left Snapchat out there, huh? I know. But I'm still on there. Like, I'll open your snap. Sometimes I'll respond. Are you on Snapchat? Man, please. I don't got that kind of time. I mean, I'm there, but I'm not there. I got all those apps in my phone. I just don't got time. I just don't have time to live and share the life at the same time. I just I just can't do it. I'm trying. I'm getting better, but I got bigger things to work on. You know what I'm saying? I got to keep you focused. This is, I'm not, I got I, I just got this hands on your knees agenda on my plate. I got to work on that. <laughs> I got to get this up to Biden. I, hear you, I got got things to do, man. Shouts out to Radio Influence, my, my man. <laughs> My man, Jason, as always, man, as always, you can find us too, man, on DJ Aiken TV on the YouTube uh, and download the podcast wherever you get your podcast fixed. Uh, the DJ Aiken podcast with Brittany Gonzalez. You know, we both like in the logo. Brittany just has bigger hair. Yeah, that's how it rolls. <laughs> For everybody, man, we'll rock with you soon, man. Appreciate you, man. I holla. Bye. Catch all new episodes of the DJ Eakin Podcast with Brittany Gonzalez dropping every Friday. Subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcast fix.